Okay. Awesome. Are you ready to go, my love? As I've said, I've been ready for the... I've said that like 10 times. I know, but we're actually recording now. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so... Welcome, everyone, to our... Well, it was going to be our last podcast of 2022, but it's become our first podcast of 2023. Mm. This is by its cover, and... You might have noticed there's something a little bit different with our podcast, and that is that we have finally fixed the sound. So, you know. It only took us 10 plus episodes to do it. Yeah, but, you know, progress is progress, so that's pretty exciting. And the good news is that, you know, if that was our New Year's resolution, nailed it on the first day. Mm. So just starting the day on a high, starting the year on a high. Um. So we were going to do like a a kind of a like review of all the five star books I've read this year, but given that I have only given four five star ratings in two thousand and twenty twenty two two thousand and two, um in two thousand uh, in twenty twenty two, um and we have already talked about all three, oh, all four of them. Oh, we're actually one of them we haven't talked about yet, but we will. Um, we thought that would be a pretty short episode, so we are also going to talk about um, a, another five-star review for, for me, which is Mexican Gothic. Where to start off the year with another five-star review. And I just realised I am ill-prepared and have not actually got anything up yet, um, so you're going to just hear me typing away in a minute, and that's just me preparing a little bit better. Can you... Have you got some filler sound for me, Aiden? I can fart into the mic. I prefer you didn't do that. That's a pretty good start to the year. Uh, the, the releasing of gases uh, among the start of a year. Alrighty. Okay, so it is Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Moreno Garcia. Um, so that is going to be our first book of 2023, which is very exciting. Um, and I mean, we can do a quick little highlights reel of the other five star books I've done. Um, so I'll say, you know, we've already, we've already done episodes on these. So my, it looks like my first five star rating of the year was Hidden Pictures by Jason Rakulak, which we covered in a previous episode, um, it, I I know I know that it was a bit hit and miss for a lot of people, but mm. I personally loved it. Um, as you may recall, Aiden got relatively he got sort of close. With no, his, I got I got dead on. You said before. not with hidden pictures. You so the last one we well, like the last episode you got you nailed. Hmm. We're not talking about that last episode. Hmm. This is just like a pre a previous episode. Um, so we did hidden pictures. Um, also in my five star lineup, we had Bunny by Mona Awod, which Aiden was horrified to find out what the plot was about. Mm. Um, and the final five star book for 2022, besides Mexican Gothic, was Everyone in My Family Has Killed Someone by Benjamin Stephen, um, which was an Australian author, it was just so, so funny, um, so well written, just absolute. Like, highly, highly recommend it to everybody, um, especially, you know, just being an Australian author as well. Um, I just, 
always try and hype up the, you know, our local talent. Mm. Even though he's in Melbourne, so it's not actually that local. But anyway, it's different. It's fine. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, that's our my highlight reel for, for 2022. That's my top fives. Um, or my five stars, rather. And I'm hoping for more five-star reviews in 2023. Because as fine as fun as it is to sort of you know get deep into the ins and outs of a book i hate giving less than five star reviews and it makes me sad so i'm i'm a very i'm, I'm too generous a reviewer i think mm. like even when i have something negative to say i'm still like yeah but it was like four stars good job buddy <laughs> oh there was a couple of books where you were just uh well i think that was one um that you didn't like the author very much. Oh yeah, but she so she still got five star reviews. You were talking about where the crawdads sing. Mm. Um, she still got a four star review, so or three and a half maybe. I can't remember now. But anyway, so I'm hoping we get some. I'm hoping we get a lot more five star reviews. Um, I have not set a reading goal yet this year. Mm. But I have a couple of different challenges in mind. I'm hoping. I don't know. I keep tossing up. What do you think my What do you think my reading goal should be this year, my love? Forty books. Really? That That's more. What? And this is the thing. Sorry. Forty books that. is to me would be an un an untable goal for me. But I know Brittany reads so frequently, so to me, that would be a good goal. But maybe Brittany would be better with an eighty book goal. Oh. And what okay. that that would do is that would mean that she would read a lot of her existing books that she has on her bookshelves. Are you sensing some sass there, Aiden? Yeah, so this is the thing, right? Brittany has not read most of the books on her bookshelves. She's yeah. well read some of them, but there's still a good 70% that she has not read. Okay, but there are reasons for that. So part of the reason is that we... Spent some of last year thinking that we were going to move. And so instead of having all my bookshelves, my beautiful, beautiful bookshelves, we packed up through, I had four, five, five bookshelves. We packed up four of them and put them into storage. So I did not keep a lot of books I had read on the one shelf I was allowed to keep. Um, and so that is why a lot of them are not read yet, but they will be. And mm. like that's the problem. I have access to the library. That that's that's the problem. <laughs> so storyline, I would buy Brittany a book. Brittany would not read that book straight away, and then Brittany would go to the library, and then Brittany would get a book from the library, read that book first. Does not make any sense. It's just that library books are on a deadline. But you would openly go out to the library after I buy you a book. Yeah. Oh, it's just like I've got these forever, so I can read them all anytime. But library books are on a deadline. Anyway, maybe okay, so maybe that's my goal. Okay, let's say okay, eighty books for And all of them have to be from your library. Well then I'm gonna end up reading more books because the book I'm reading right now isn't from my library. That doesn't count then. So I'm actually going to be reading closer to like 90 books then. Yeah. Well, in this case... So the this the... is rounded up to an even 100. Okay, 100 books. Fine. All right. 100 books. 
So what is and that I average out to? Twenty. Um, it's like nearly two books a week. Mm-hmm. Can you do that? I don't know. We're going to find out. We are going to find out. Um, some of them may be audiobooks, I think, mm. to achieve that, because that's pretty massive. Um, I've never undertaken such a big task, uh, such a big goal before. Um, highest I've ever gotten, I think, was like 52 or 50 or 60 books, um, which, I mean, is still, I mean, I was still very happy and proud of that number. Um, and 40 books a year is totally amazing. I don't, I don't want anyone to feel bad about reading 40 books. That's amazing. I, I've read 40 books in a year and I've kind of smashed that goal. So I just, I want to go on to my next goal. So we're going to try a hundred then. And then we're going to do 200 books. Oh my God. No, I don't think we'll ever get to a 200. I don't have enough time in the life, um, to do 200 books a year. Anyway, so... A hundred books, so that's that's a lot of episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that means that we're probably going to we double. We weekly then. Mm. Can you tell how unprepared we are for this episode? Because we're just kind of doing this sort of stuff on the fly. It's like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe we'll do a weekly episode instead. Well, ultimately it's been a huge year. It's and massive. We had actually a really good night last night. We had... We stayed in, so from the prospect of this recording, this is the 1st of February 2023. 1st of January. January. 1st of January 2023. And we, last night we made homemade pizzas and I made garlic bread. So we had a really, really good night there. We um, didn't quite get to dessert, which... I mean, you were full. We were so full, though. Like, we made, like, these were intense pizzas. Like, literally any topping you can think of, we had. We normally eat a whole pizza, but we neither of us could even get through half. So So good, which is good. Our other, I think that's one of our other goals is we're going to start trying to, you know, cook in more and not eat out as much or, like, just get takeaway because it's easy. Um and I want to be more consistent with my book diary and just be better at my life. Like, you know, like just cleaning and um, having our house look decent so we can have people over, which would be nice. Um, and our, I think our big main goal for 2023 is... To saving... improve our physical relationship. No. Yes. No. Our big goal for 2023 is to save, start our, like have savings. Yes. And maybe buy a house. That is the overarching goal. Hey, we stay home more often. Oh, my God. Aiden, our parents listen to this podcast. I don't know why you do this. Hey, I could be talking about volleyball. Okay, you go improve your volleyball by yourself then. Why didn't you want to play volleyball with me? Because volleyball is a prone to injury and I don't want to do that. I want to do more stuff on the hoop and my pole. Context to that. So about an hour ago... In our hallway, Brittany full on just like oh. careened herself into a wall yes. because one of our cats unknowingly threw up on the floor and Brittany didn't know about it. And then she just full on careened. I hear this loud bang and then just laughing and crying at the same time. Yes. So that's a good way to start 2023 is literally smash it, like wrecking yourself in the hallway. But, you know, a hawk, these things happen. 
uh, hallway became wipeout. So you you see wipe out like all the really bad like Korean failures. That's yeah. what Brittany was like was in the hallway. It was a good time. Anyway, I think we should start looking at Mexican Gothic. And I should give it a crack. I am super interested to hear what you have to say about this one. She's super interested to hear what I have to say. This is a new one. Yeah. Well, it's a really, I mean, to me, it's a really beautiful cover. Is it? I think it is. I think it's a really beautiful cover. And I'm, yeah, I'm very curious just to see what you pick up on in this cover. Well, I'll do that then. Let's have a look. Are you now scrolling to find the cover of the book? No, I've got it right here. Okay. I really don't know what to think about this one. I'm drawing a blink. Well, why don't you just start describing it and then just see where where that takes you. Go with, go with the vibe. So... I think the location is of this story is undisputed. Italy. <laughs> Obviously in Mexico. Oh my god, I was actually just not expecting Okay, continue. You have a very dolled up woman looking very depressed in a shoulderless dress with a green noisy background, which we'll get into in a moment. Her dress is red. It's very wavy probably like the story but going back to her depression it's upset her something has upset her she's holding flowers in a way if someone was upset or disappointed she's sadly holding flowers is that mm. how do how does one sadly Hold flowers. So if they're happy, if someone's happy holding flowers, they're going to hold them around their chest, around hold upwards, so um, to not damage the flowers. But holding the flowers like that, she's not really concentrating on damaging the flowers. She's not concentrating on what the flowers are going to look like after. She's just sad. Okay, sad flowers. Okay, got it. She actually looks like a, a sleeper body. So, like, she actually looks like she could be a built unit, like, very, very strong. Like, she's not skinny now, but when she flexes, she's like, give me my, your tuck shop money. Like, I'm so confused. Are you saying she's a thief? That's kind of offensive. No, she seems very strong. Oh, okay. And... I get this sensation from this person on the front cover that she has had a hard life in the scheme of her facial expression isn't 
overall dread. It's sort of just... I'm struggling to find the words. Um, She's sort of used to the letdown, almost. Right. But anyway, going to the noisy background. It's green. It's sort of floral, but also has a cultural significance. What makes you say that? I liken it to some of the drawings and backgrounds of some African tribes. And I say that knowing nothing about um, the Mexican culture, but only seeing some African art. So wouldn't it be Mexican, don't you think? But like, or that's what I can relate. To that, that I'm, I'm drawing inspiration from what I've seen. Right. Okay. Okay. I this book was written by Silvia Monero Garcia. Marino. Marino Garcia. But um, with all that. I know that uh, my description today has been rather chaotic at best. And for that, I do apologise. You're probably thinking, so what? This is a depressed Mexican woman with a sleeper body with um, African art in the background. So that's probably not where I'm going. That's just my own messy brain looking at it. Um, and not going off any other detail. So I guess to more f- narrow down what I was going to say, this is a person who has had a, lot, had a lot of hardship in her life. She was dressed to impress at an event that she was excited for. She had flowers and everything, but ultimately she's been let down. Okay, and um, so, I mean, I I feel like Mexican Gothic kind of gives not only the location away, but um, kind of the genre, but, like, what are you thinking genre-wise? I'm thinking adventure. And what time do you think this is in? Modern era. What do you mean by modern? 2020, 2022. Okay. So you think this book is about a girl who's had some event, she's shown up and she's been really excited and the vibe's just not been there. It's been wrong and everything's been terrible. Hmm. Okay. Are you ready for me to tell you what you got right and what you got wrong? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. First of all, background, not African, Spanish. Spanish influence, Mexico. Mm. <laughs> Straight off the bat. Um, yeah, you were kind of off the mark on this one, my love. Really? Like, quite astoundingly so. This is a hard, I, I, I will admit, this is a difficult cover. Um, it makes a lot more sense if you've read the book or if you've even read the blurb, I think. 
Um, so I'm going to read the blurb out now, mm. and I think that Aiden will be... Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, the blurb reads... After receiving a frantic letter from her newlywed cousin begging for someone to save her from a mysterious doom, Nomi, Nomi Tabuada heads to High Place, a distant house in the Mexican countryside. She's not sure what she will find. Her cousin's husband, a handsome Englishman, is a stranger, and Nomi knows little about the region. Nomi is also an unlikely rescuer. She is a glamorous debutante, and her chic gowns and perfect red lipstick are more suited for cocktail parties than amateur sleuthing. But she's also tough and smart, with an indomitable will, and she's not afraid. Not of her, new, her cousin's new husband, who's both menacing and alluring, not of his father, the ancient patriarch who seems to be fascinated by Nomi, and not even the house itself, which begins to invade Nomi's dreams with visions of blood and doom. Her only ally in this inhospitable abode is the family's youngest son. Shy and gentle, he seems to want to help Nomi, but might also be hiding dark knowledge of his family's past, for there are many secrets behind the walls of High Place. The family's once colossal wealth and faded mining empire kept them from prying eyes, but as Nomi digs deeper, she unearths stories of violence and madness. And Nomi, mesmerized by the terrifying yet seductive world of High Place, may soon find it may soon may soon find it impossible to ever leave this enigmatic house behind. That it is just such a good book. It you is like such it? a good book. Mm-hmm. Um. So I will admit, I actually I picked this up months and months ago like i'm i'm sorry brisbane library but i've been hoarding your copy of mexican gothic um i picked it up i tried to read it um i didn't get past the first first chapter um it is it is slow right it is a gothic novel through and through it is slow 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 and you just have to kind of grit your teeth and get through to the last couple of chapters because holy moly do they make this book um Again, I, I know a lot of people had some issues with the pacing of this book, but I think that if you are a fan of gothic literature, you know that pacing is often slow. Mm. So slow. Mm. Um, so for me, I didn't really find that a problem because the sec- by the time I actually got around to reading it again, so I picked, this, I picked it up, tried to read it, couldn't really get into it, put it aside, um, picked it up again and like committed to it and was like oh wow like this is just such a good book um it is so just clever and intricate and the characterization is just really i found it really really great um you know when you're dealing with so many different themes and um generations and like, I don't want to spoil this book too much. We, we might do, like, a, a reveal, like, a spoiler episode. Don't know yet. Um, well, we did say for every f- five star book you do do, we will do, a rev- like, a review episode. Yeah. Of it. So we might we might do that. Um, but um, this book is not set in modern day. It mm. is set in the, I think it's the 50s or 60s. I can't quite remember. Um, but what that means is like, you know, you get that real kind of gothic vibes, you know, there's not enough power in the house to kind of properly 
um, to properly power this house. And so the atmosphere is often really gloomy and dark because the place, like the build, the home is so high up in, in the um, highlands or in the mountains that they really struggle to, to get um, enough power up there. And then, um, like, oh, it's just the, the characters are just so interesting and horrible and gross and uh, clever and, yeah, it's just, it's such a good book. Um, as I said, I think that the pacing really puts a lot of people off this book, but if you if you can stick with it, man it the the what do you call it it'll be well worth it um like the your patience will be rewarded like Mm. it is fan fantastic um so yeah i gave this book five stars um it is actually classified um so as i said i feel like it's gothic um but a lot of people have put it in the horror category which i can also definitely understand um it is not horror in a very traditional sense. Well, in some ways it's horror in a very traditional sense because it's gothic horror. But um, in horror as we know it today as a genre with a lot of, um, I guess, a lot of gore and a lot of jump scare and a lot of that sort of thing, um, I don't know if, if it's quite in the horror genre. I feel like it's more for, like gothic gothic literature is the is the way to describe this book um but yeah not adventure um i guess in some ways sure an adventure but yeah more more, much more firmly planted in mexican gothic um yeah i think we will have to do a spoiler episode because there's not really much more i can say without kind of ruining a lot of things about this book um but yeah long story short i i loved it and highly recommend people reading it and of course as we do with pretty much every book that we have this has definitely made the rounds on tiktok and on instagram on booktok and in in a lot of reading circles this book has definitely made the rounds um and sylvia moreno garcia has now got multiple other books out and i will definitely be reading them because they're anything like mexican gothic like you just know they're gonna be good so yeah um five stars five um five book hammers yes it's official five book hammers um and not only is that at my, we'll say, not my last read of 2023, yeah, sorry, 2022, but my first, our first episode of 2023. So we are now one, two, three, four books. I am four books ahead. Um, so I did read Mexican Gothic a little bit ago, but um, that. That story has just absolutely stayed with me. Holy moly, it's just so good. Um, and yeah, so that that's that's all I have to say. Mm. I think we've covered a lot. Really. We have covered a lot. Um, but just to summarise, so we'll be doing a review episode for this one because it was a five star, but also we'll be doing a an overview of twenty twenty two. 
I think we might do the overview as a next episode and then we'll do the fifth. I don't think we'll do the overview. Like, we kind of just overview now. Because... But you don't want to do a spoiler episode? Oh, we'll do a spoiler episode. But, yeah. We could even do... We could even start this week by doing two, an episode a week. Yeah. So we I can, think we should. So we can do that soon. Awesome. Well, we will continue to take our podcasting conversation offline because I'm sure you don't want to know all the ins and outs of when we're going to record and how we're going to record and what it's going to look like and all that. But Something is need to be a surprise. We are shaping up and hoping for a really, really exciting 2023 Four Bites cover. Um, who knows? We could look at merch maybe or... Um, if people want Aiden quotes on t-shirts, I will do that. Oh, dear. There is just not enough quote. There's just not enough t-shirts in the world for all your quotes, really. My um, now sister, Steph, has been... Shout out to Steph and Courts, my sisters. Has been diligently recording my infamous quotes. Yes. So we could always re- reach out to her for... A dedicated list. Yes. Um, we definitely could do that. That would be pretty funny. Um, but anyway, um, thank you for joining us for our first episode of 2023. Um, we want everyone to have an amazing year. And hopefully, um, you know, we everyone's living their best lives and is going to have an absolutely awesome 2023 and yeah that's all i have to say thanks everyone for joining bye stay safe thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of by its cover a bookish podcast please follow us and subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you're streaming from it really helps us reach more people and to create a wide community of story lovers you can follow us on Instagram at buyitscover underscore a bookish podcast, or you can also follow us on Storygraph at Brit2Bigory94, where I track all the books I've read for the year. Got any recommendations for us? Send it to us at buyitscoverabookishpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you can join us for our next chat.